Welcome into the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge. The streak has begun. Woohoo! <laughs> One and oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Audie doesn't know that we're waving our hands silently. Thanks to the one and only Point God. Our Point God is an awesome Point God. <laughs> Sorry. Once again, Chris Paul finishing with 21 points and 10 assists, leading the Suns team to the start of their next win streak. Look. Defeating the Spurs 108-104. And as always, we are brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Sorry, yes, well. I'm just going to say, the last time a Suns team won 17 in a row, they then had a 15-game win streak and then a 17-game win streak. Hell not. Let's start another streak. Let's let's go big. Go big or go home. Like, why not? This we could totally do that. We already talked about this on Friday. The chances of the Suns, we kind of I think average what six and two between now and the yeah. Christmas Day game. But they could very easily take all eight of those games. Yeah. I mean this team, again, it sounds like a broken record, but they find a way to win. We got another Buscemi on the board today. <laughs> Ugly, but somehow extremely effective. It got it got it done. And you know what? This team just does this. Does not matter. Doesn't matter that the Spurs go on an 18-5 run to to tie this game in the fourth and the Suns blow a double-digit lead. They just go, all right, well, we're going to take care of it in the clutch. This team is specifically clutch i don't if there were a clutch gene and i used to think this whole clutch thing was like bs but no when you watch chris paul operate in late in a fourth quarter in a game that they need to man it's just it's good man it's it's so uh, it's so fun to watch and it's so meticulous and then you get guys who don't hit a shot all game you know so from landry sham and a few uh, a few games ago and in, in, in a win, I believe it was the Golden State win. And then you look at it on, you know, tonight, it's Cam Johnson who has no no ability to really shoot for most of the game and then finds a way to hit a corner three mm-hmm. to kind of close it out. Yeah. I mean, I by the way, uh, Petey from our Coyotes uh, show, I, they're, they're live. You guys, so so the Coyotes group wants to know what it's like to, to talk about a winner. And this is what it's like. It's a lot more fun. It is a lot more fun. We don't need a wheel of fantasy over here. We're living the fantasy. <laughs> Everything is a fantasy here. And now I have to go back to my show because that's what you pay me for. But this is what we it's pay like to you. Win. I know. <laughs> fans, this is what take like yourself, take your selfie stick somewhere else. Sons fans, just be thankful <laughs> that um, we have made it to the other side. The Coyotes <laughs> fans are still waiting to I, get there, but I we over here in this corner, we're stoked. I love <laughs> that losing has finally broken the Coyotes show. They had to walk in on our show with a <laughs> selfie stick live on their show. Hey, you got to find some joy in life. And Apparently. if you're taking joy in other teams in your state winning, like you got to do what you got to do. I, I, I guess <laughs> that that's something <laughs> per usual. Yeah. Look, uh, the Spurs wind up beating the Warriors the other night. The Suns come in and take care of the Spurs. Uh, I think it's safe to say again, the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Yes. I'm just going to keep bringing that up. Absolutely. Uh, should we go to the bar? 
Let's go to the bar. Let's belly up to the bar. And tonight, in honor of our friends in uh, San Antonio, we are drinking a dirty river walk. Because, because a good amount of that game was a dirty oh, river it walk. It sounds so gross. <laughs> the Spurs muddy that crap up every time you play them. It it just gets it gets funky. All right. It, there's a there's no joy in in what the Spurs tend to do in these games. They did it last game. I mean, it was a twenty to ten run in the fourth quarter last game to to tie it, and then the Suns win by four. History kind of repeats itself tonight. But I mean, the Suns shot thirty four percent from three is where they wound up. They were shooting twenty seven percent for the game at one point in the fourth quarter. This was this was a very very ugly game for a while. Well, and at one point, I think after the first quarter, the Spurs were shooting 50% from deep, which is not a typical Spurs thing to do. No, they and got they ended they got with 37.9 from deep. Um it just the first half of this game I did not enjoy whatsoever. <laughs> it just <laughs> I didn't enjoy honest. much of this game. This was another one of those <laughs> They got it done, but I could have done without a lot of it. Yeah, so. I mean, and they turned it back on in the third quarter thanks to Jay Crowder, which we'll go ahead and get into Jay Crowder. We have named him the king of the game. Oh, that Should crown we, placement. Yes. Jay Crowder finished with a season-high 19 points. He also had six rebounds with 7 of 14 from the field. He is our king of the game because I feel like Jay really got things going offensively for the Suns team there in the third quarter a little bit, added a little bit of spark for them, kind of. I mean, obviously, it wasn't the smooth sailing the yeah. whole way home, but no, but a spark that was definitely needed. He's a guy that when, when he's on, there's nobody more confident, nobody more willing to go out there and take a shot. And I, I love these kind of Jay games. That we get, and without him tonight, uh, the offense would have been in trouble. And and he found a way to come through. And he and Chris Paul uh, were kind of the steadying forces mm -hmm. in this game overall for the Suns, and they needed both of them uh, to eke out that four point win. Jay had thirteen of his nineteen points in that third quarter alone. Yeah. So he what, he definitely was a huge spark for this team. And, and that's where they got separation, that. too. Can I say something really fast? Yes. No. Um, Aaron just texted me saying, I'm getting blasted on the Coyote Show right now. I'm not even there to defend myself. Um, so if you are watching the Coyote Show and this show, can you go over to their comments and defend me for myself, please? Because I can't do anything about it. Do we know what you were getting blasted for? Was it the stash? No idea. That's probably the stash. It's probably the, or the crown placement. Who knows? Well, at least you're in you're in good company here, though, Shane. You got the Cove crazies, and we okay. all we all have fun over here. Here so it is. Hang here's a here. comment. Shane has great insight, but his mustache is, a, is an offense to everyone's eyes. How much of a super super chat does Craig to shave Shane's mustache off with a hot dog? It's good to know that uh, our friend Johnny Venerable, your co-host from Bets, is over in the uh, in the car, or in the Coyotes chat. I mean, the fact that Coyotes fans are talking crap about your mustache is a little bit bizarre to me because I feel like the No Shave November, like, or mustache, what is it, Movember, is huge in hockey. Yeah, but 
that's Shane's everyday look. We're well into December now. Yeah, so. but they should be oh, so comfortable with weird looking mustaches at this point. Like uh, it's whoa. They, did I just take a stray from Lindsay? Did you no, just call my mustache no. weird looking? Welcome to the club. No, I mean like yours looks good on you, and there should be used to like really bad looking mustaches. It shouldn't be that offensive. Brian, please don't bring up the coyotes. This is a pod for winners only. Facts. Can you scroll up to uh, MC? <laughs> Uh, MCG Blue says tonight's Buscemi is still better than any win during the Bender Chris era. That is a hundred percent true. Whew, yeah, uh, that was a rough time. Let's not go back there. And and Brian, you're right. Ever. Let's get back to our winning Phoenix Suns. <laughs> so speaking of Jay Crowder, we oh. had something really cool. The best moment of the night happened tonight on the Phoenix Suns broadcast. Let's listen in. Some Suns fans that like to deal with DraftKings. They, they started picking Jay Crowder because he was getting the first shot every game. It seemed like Chris was looking for him, and they filled up their pockets pretty well because Jay was knocking down the shots. I told Chris about it, he started laughing because he said, I'm not really trying to do that, but it just seems like Jay's always open for that first shot. Eddie Johnson, you beautiful bastard, you. <laughs> Bringing up the Crowder's Cash Club on the broadcast, but not just on the broadcast, with James Jones yeah, sitting there right during the broadcast, bringing up Crowder's Cash Club. I, I, Eddie, you have always been a favorite of mine, but you moved up a few notches tonight. Heck yeah. I mean, and I love that he actually asked Chris Paul about it. <laughs> yeah, he asked Chris Paul about, <laughs> is he feeding him on purpose? I think Eddie was just trying to get that insight so Eddie could join the Crowder's Cash Club. We want to know. Maybe. So. Hey, that's good insight to have, though. And if you, or maybe he was just trying to share it with us, like, yo, this <laughs> wink, is a wink. really good bet to make <laughs> on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. He said he smoked. <laughs> By the way, uh, $5,000 super chat will get me to shave Shane's mustache tonight Aww. live on air. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. I I don't know that I believe Chris Paul. I think he now he, now that he knows about it, I feel like he might be trying to get Jay that first I, look early on just to help us out and win some more money. I, I don't know. Since I since I lost uh, a, a bet a coupled on Jay Crowder there. I think EJ swayed him to go the other way. He's now looking for other people just because CP3 doesn't want us to win that money. Now That's my conspiracy. Yeah, By the way, I speaking mean. of money, uh, Elon Musk in the chat, uh, $1.99 Super Chat, game one of my predicted eight-game win streak complete. I can't wait to find out this is actually Elon Musk who <laughs> is who is you know just messaging in. Elon, if that's you... Uh, just you know, my Venmo is just kidding. <laughs> tell us what shape your spacecraft uh, looks like. I think somebody killed we'll you. I think somebody killed the original guy because he doesn't say Elon here anymore. This is true. It's an imposter. It's an impo hey, if they keep donating one ninety nine, whatever. Okay, uh, can we real quick? We need to go back because I'm not. Ripping Shane's mustache. Oh, man. The chat is on me tonight about Shane's mustache and like killing his confidence and throwing these sneaky discs. Listen, I am being 100% honest. If Shane shaved his mustache, I would be very mad at him because Shane pulls this mustache off better than anybody else can pull it off. 
And if you can pull off a mustache, oh, you that, should rock a mustache. That sounds like a challenge. I may shave just to the mustache for next show. Manuel says, Lindsay damn near killed Shane's confidence in the stash. I R.I.P. Shane. Nothing can kill my confidence. I promise you that. I have very false confidence <laughs> that will never die. Good. I'm glad. But I just needed to clarify. That is not a diss on Shane's mustache. I genuinely like Shane's mustache. Anyway, moving Hello. on. I'll give $5 for Espo never to shave again. It's um, tempting. I hate shaving. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the game. No, so, nah, it's overrated. Facts. I mean, it was a Buscemi, so we could just chalk this one up and move out right on along. Good night, everybody. <laughs> okay. But... Our very own Gerald Borgay tweeted out um, about the six minutes left in the game. The Suns have been kings of the clutch this year. They have to harness all of that with the Spurs riding the momentum shift and no Devin Booker. So I know we talked about how Chris Paul is so good in the clutch and just in general. Um, but the fact that this team was able to do that without Devin Booker, I think that speaks volumes because we've sat here with Saul and he said, when you got Devin Booker and Chris Paul on your team, you don't need to worry. But when it's just down to one of those, you might worry a little yeah, bit. You don't need to worry. Fair. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the stats, I was reading this before the game. Coming into this game, the Suns were number one in clutch uh, points this season, and they were 10 points higher than the second-place team mm -hmm. in terms of clutch points. So this team knows how to close. Chris Paul is the ultimate closer when it comes to the NBA. He's like Trevor Hoffman of the basketball court. Like He comes in, and you know he's going to take care of of business yeah is it a little bit more nerve-wracking because you don't have the two best closers in the game sure but i feel comfortable that chris paul will come through in those moments and he proved it again tonight i agree and then on the same note chris paul had a very incredible defensive play late in the game as well that was big time for this team i've seen this on twitter a lot and there are a couple things that are going around about Chris Paul currently. But the question is, do we need to make the push for Chris Paul the same way we are for Mikel Bridges for an all-defensive team this year? Probably. I mean, that's he. I haven't looked at over the last few games, but he was uh, towards the top of the steals per game uh, in the league. He is as crafty as ever when it comes to that. That play tonight... Jay Crowder has a, a terrible pass that leads to the Spurs' fast break. Chris Paul winds up getting back, taps the ball out, out of their hands, hits it off their shoulder out of bounds. Suns get the ball back. That was the turning point in the game. I believe it was DeJounte Murray who had the ball. Uh, forgive me if that wasn't, but that was the turning point in the game. Chris Paul looked at it, knew what he had to do to ensure that the Spurs didn't get that bucket, and get the ball back. You can't tell me it accidentally went off uh, off the Spurs. Uh, it was Chris Paul knew what he was doing and was very calculated in that. So Connor also brings up uh, Chris Paul for MVP, which there's been a lot of chatter about that, and we will get into that a little <laughs> bit later this week. Yeah. But I so do, on to the next. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to note that there were, according to Twitter, and sources at the Footprint Center, there were MVP chants at the arena tonight for our 
point God. You could you could hear it in the broadcast too, Lindsay. Yeah, so. I'm aware of it. You could all, it was hard <laughs> to hear here. Were you just were you just trying to make it sound special? Uh, it's sources. a word count. It's a word count. <laughs> we're <Espo>? stretching. <laughs> sources at the Footprint Center say something that we heard on television <laughs> actually accurate. <laughs> Good to know. Breaking news on that one? or Yeah, well, you know, I learned a lot of things from Twitter tonight. Just that Shane. I told him all about the fun things. Uh, that sounds wrong. I don't, well, well, because we learned that. What did, what did we learn? Uh, yo- yogurt. yogurt makes mice uh, not only thinner, but also sexier. Oh, and we just got, that's where that came up. Yep. And then you guys asked, well, how do you know a mouse is sexier? And I said, simply, the other mouse wants to have more sex with it. <laughs> It's, Which is not where called, I went. That's called that hashtag word. science. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know where I was going to go from here. Um. Oh, shall we talk about Devin Booker? Because he, he wasn't was on the court, but he was doing some really important things tonight. Still, so before the game, Devin surprised. Lights Camera Discover. This is a year-round nonprofit teaching students filmmaking, photography, animation, and more, not only with new equipment, but he also presented them with a $100,000 check as his final selection for the Devin Booker Starting Five. I think that's amazing. I love that Devin does this each year and that he picks different nonprofits to highlight. And this one, I think, is really cool. Yeah, I agree. This is... When Devin says Phoenix is where I want to be, a lot of guys will say that and not mean it. Devin is investing back into the community. And to me, that's huge. Mm -hmm. He did this, I believe, last year with a Girl Scout troop and had some of the some great video of those those Girl Scouts freaking out. Tonight, he, he invites this group down. And has what they think is just like a mock press conference yeah. to kind of show him that. And then he walks out with the giant check to hand him a hundred K. I mean, first off, I'm a sucker for the giant check. Like <laughs> I wish you could actually cash that because I want to walk into a bank at some point with a hundred thousand dollars or more on a giant check and be like, I would like to cash this now, please. Uh, but I mean, how cool is that for this group? First, they just think, Hey, we're getting a real cool experience with uh with a great NBA player. And then it's no, this guy actually wants to legitimately help us out and, and invest and make it in our future. Yeah. I, I, I like that. It's the old put your money where your mouth is. And Devin does that effectively. He mm-hmm. wants to make Phoenix a better place, not just basketball wise, but in general. And I love that he donates his money. And I think this is a cool experience too, because they allowed actual media members to be in there and, observe but the only people who were allowed to ask questions from what i understand were the kids and i think that's kind of neat because even if you go in thinking you're just going to observe something like being able to ask maybe your favorite basketball player some questions is a pretty cool experience Uh that not a lot of people get to have i'm sure you remember the the first time you got to interview somebody of uh, of any stature i mean i remember doing it Back in second grade, I knew this was kind of what I wanted to do. So uh, we had a project where we had to interview somebody in the field that we wanted. And there used to be a guy, this is going to bore the shit out of people, but too bad. I got the mic, you don't. Uh, so there was this a gentleman named Gil Tyree who used to work in uh, in TV out here. And he agreed to let us 
interview him and we had to use an old answering machine to record the damn thing but it was so much fun and i'm sure these kids on an even higher level will never forget uh this day because they get to ask him the questions they get the money i I love i I love everything about this and it's not done for the pr the attention it's done because devin wants to help kids so Mm -hmm. by the way hello in the chat we did see the espo and the hipster show i think that could be a a new nickname for the post game. I'm, I'm good with that. Get used to it because I think it's you and I for like the next two Literally weeks, basically. Literally, like all month, it feels uh, you know, like, So, yeah. which, you know, I don't know if that's good or bad. We'll find um, out. MCG Blue in the chat said, Book really is one of the Valley Sports' greatest philanthropists. Philanthropist. Oh my god. That was so bad. I believe that's a, I believe that's a band. Philanthropist. <laughs> I, well, my god. I should have just let that one go philanthropist sorry how embarrassing as much as i love what he brings to the court what he does for the community is even better and then matthew said book is such a stand-up guy so glad we have him here in az and i completely agree it's just cool to see somebody bought into this community especially at such a young age like you're it's you it's normal when it comes from like an older veteran player like larry fitzgerald but to see somebody as young as devin and this isn't new for him. He started this a long time ago. Book is an it's old so soul. so cool. He's an old soul. It's not a, like, from the day he walked in, I've said this numerous times, he was not an 18-year-old when he walked in. Mm-hmm. He was he was a veteran. So I I've, I've have a great deal of respect for the way he approaches every aspect of his game. By the way, MCG Blue in the chat says, and Espo may have been the first recipient of a Booker Valley pass as a professional. No, no, I was. I It was the first time he wore a son's uniform when he threw me that pass. So that, that's so, an old throwback. There's a video of me. I, oh, I know, that. I've uh, seen it's, that. It's, I've seen that. So uh, Kinneret in the comments, I believe he is talking or they are talking about DeAndre. Did anyone else notice how much pain he was in rubbing his knee? What do you guys say? Are you worried? I'm not worried. Do you, so you remember when, I think it was yeah. with that block, where uh, right after that or somewhere no, around it, there. I think it was on, on the other end of the court, but I'm not worried. If if there were anything to worry about, they would have pulled him. He would have been out significant minutes. You don't mess with a big man if he's having any serious knee problems. So, uh, you know, I, I don't have uh, I don't have any issue with that. I don't think there's any any real, uh, real problem. Well, and I... I believe if I recall, oh, he said last oh, he's five talking seconds. About CP3. Oh, oh, okay. Then I missed that one. I, I did. We must I have been too. getting ready at that point in time. Yeah. So sorry, guys. Can't comment on that one, but I would hope that's not a problem. But I do remember DeAndre, a little bit of a limp there and rubbing his knee, but he was sprinting down the court on the next possession. So I think he's totally fine. Yeah. Chris Paul, I'm not totally sure about, but we will ask Gerald that when he joins us. Which, if he joins us. Well, hopefully he comes on soon. <laughs> Shane, you sent him the link, right? Of course I <laughs> Shane's frantically checking the, the Slack right now. Literally everybody, everybody at PHNX just lies and lies about the things I do. I'm sitting here very calmly. <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. Matthew Van Hoos. Damn it, Espo. We know you're cool. Stop it with the stories. Uh, <laughs> the first story didn't make me sound cool. So, Elon Musk, another super chat. Thank you so much. He said, Elon here. See, he's an imposter because he only yeah. did it once we called it yeah, out. Exactly. Sources say CP3's block saved the game. 
I would say your sources are not wrong. So I just got a message from Gerald. He's having issues with the Wi-Fi at the stadium right now. Oh, no. Gerald's having issues. <laughs> Hello. Gerald is busy with Kim. A reference to the <laughs> better put put together uh, Pete Davidson comment from from last post game. <laughs> is that the jingle? Hey, is Gerald here? It's, it's the well put together Pete Davidson. Hi there, everybody. Don't worry. I was not hanging out with Kim. Gerald uh, what have you heard so far tonight from Monty Williams yeah I mean I think he was you know obviously you want to close out a game better than that especially after you go up 16 on a team but the Spurs been playing well and Monty acknowledged that that they kind of forced the issue on the Suns so he was more pleased with the way that Chris Paul closed out that game the way that they made shots and closed down the stretch um, you know, and, and he was happy with the way that Jay Crowder contributed as well. I asked him about what was working for him tonight since he had a season high 19 points. And uh, he said that he's been doing a great job putting the ball on the ground and, and dribbling a little bit more, being more decisive. Unlike the first, you know, 15 or so games of the season where he'd put it down and shoot a ill-advised floater or something like that. The floater was working for him tonight and uh, Monty gave him praise. But, you know, the big story, obviously, Chris Paul doing point God stuff in the fourth quarter. All right. There is some concern from the Cove Crazies. They noticed that uh, CP3 was grabbing his knee towards the end of that game. Did uh, did Monty have anything to say in terms of uh, how CP3 is feeling after the game? No, and honestly, that wasn't something that we noticed on Media Row because the people in front of us were standing up and it was during the timeout, so we didn't see him grabbing his knee at all, actually. Um, we'll see if Chris Paul has anything to say about it, but he looked okay enough to close the game and they ran that weird inbounds play where they had him run damn near 40 yards back into the backcourt to get that inbounds pass so i think he's okay but we'll hear more from him in a little bit that was longer than any pass in the monday night football game that was a very (laughs) bizarre play to run at the end of the game apparently it happened from what i can gather from the comments it happened within like the last five seconds or so of the game so it was super late in the game so yeah if you are able to update us you guys can follow gerald on twitter at gerald borgay i'm sure he will tweet out any information tonight if he gets any information on that anyway um gerald how do you think this team has handled being without devin booker thus far I think it's been trial and error, hits and misses. Obviously, you know, Landry Shamit just needs to make a couple more shots. He's been getting good looks. I think he's the type of guy that really gets in his head, and he's his harshest critic. So he knows that he hasn't been shooting the ball well. And when you're a shooter, sometimes you just need that irrational confidence of, yeah, I put in the work. Yeah, I'm going to take shots, and yeah, I'm going to knock them down. Uh, That just hasn't been happening for him lately. So he needs to kind of get back on track a little bit. He's not getting bad looks. He's just not hitting them. Um, I think Cam Johnson has done pretty well. He didn't shoot the ball well tonight, but he did a good job also forcing the issue, driving to the basket. And uh, he did have a couple of big plays late. He had those pair of threes. He had that bizarre pass to DeAndre Aiden that I have no idea how it got through. Um, So it's just one of those things where collectively they're going to need guys to step up here and there. It's not going to be one guy that fills his shoes. And they've said that multiple times. But even little things like, you know, Chris Paul's fourth quarter display, Jay Crowder with a season high 19. Those are all things that kind of stack up when you are losing a guy like book defensively is honestly where they might miss him just as much. Um, You know, you look at some of these teams that they're going to play, 
without book, they need that kind of wing guy who is going to try hard on defense and at least be competent on that end. And that's what book has become over the last few years. So it's going to be, it's going to be an uphill battle a little bit, but they do have the depth as much as anyone to make up for an absence like book. A lot of talk in regards to CP three potentially being an MVP candidate and all this, but is JaVale McGee low-key the MVP so far of this season for the Suns <laughs> as a whole? Because he seems like he's been the most consistent, has brought that energy, and at various times has saved them when things look like it may go sideways, which seems very weird to say because it feels like McGee could turn things sideways, but uh, it, it feels like he's really been a key to what they're doing out there. I mean, look, he's been great in short spurts, and I think that's where he shines the most. We saw it tonight. Um, you know, he came in and just had a lot of energy in that first quarter when the Spurs were up by almost double digits, I think, and, and he had that nice tip-in for the and one. Um, he was doing a great job, but you play him for longer than that. It's going to go south. Uh, he had that one play where he just kind of – I feel like on broken plays, he just feel like feels like he has the green light to do – off the wall, insane thing. So he had like that random hook shot again and uh, that turnover where he tried to dribble and like spin move through three guys. So I mean, I'd put him like a solid fifth or sixth on the Suns MVP <laughs> list. <laughs> okay, so I over I overshot Number one on in that. our hearts. Right. Number one in our hearts, that's right. <laughs> but, by the way, the chat says dye your hair blonde and go sit next to Kylie at a game. They'll never know the Nobody difference know between the difference. you and Pete. Yeah. So. All right, last. If I, <laughs> go ahead. If I if I make it through this season with a girlfriend, still it'll be a damn miracle. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be okay, Gerald. Is that just because of who you are, or because of the chat? <laughs> yes. I think he's implying <laughs> yes. it's us. Yes. <laughs> All right, last question I have for you because we love talking about these kinds of guys. Some of us do anyway. Ish Wainwright got six minutes yes. tonight. He did not have any buckets, but he had three rebounds. And I know Monty had some thoughts on what he brings to this team. So what did Monty say? Yeah, his initial response made me laugh because he was just like strength and mass and the ability <laughs> to run people over. <laughs> like, <laughs> Love that. Which is true. Every time we're asked about Ish Wainwright, he always responds with he's built like a truck or he's built like a tank. Because, I mean, he is like the dude is a brick house. But like... <laughs> I, I think Ish is, is a serviceable fill-in guy for the time being. With Book out, with Abdul Nader out, they need some minutes on the wing. He's not going to do anything special. He had that one flashy kind of assist to Cam Johnson in the Pistons game. That was a really good look. And, and I think Monty said in shoot-around that like, they haven't really had a lot of time to see what he can do on the floor because they just haven't had practice time um, with all these games they've been playing. But it was something that impressed Monty. He's going to continue to give him minutes. You know, Chandler Hutchison is with the uh, Santa Cruz Warriors in the G League, so he's not going to be taking those minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where Ish Wainwright's not going to do a whole lot, but as long as he's not, you know, a big minus on that, on either side of the floor, he's going to continue to eat minutes and get an opportunity to at least try and make an impact. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gerald. We appreciate you checking in with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. See you guys. I love that Monty looks at Ish Wainwright the way you guys look at me. Just don't screw up and eat some minutes and we're good to go on this pod. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I would say that about you, Espo. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I, I saw in the chat, uh, I believe it's Knert asking, when is Frank the Tank supposed to come back? James Jones was on the broadcast. He said they're hoping 
within a month, I believe, was what he said. So he's making progress. We still don't know exactly when, though. Uh, hello in the chat said Lindsay already quitting on Kaminsky. No yeah. loyalty. Kaminsky's the MVP of our hearts. Yes. Frank Kaminsky is still yeah. number one. Don't you forget. But it's like one A, one B. No, don't 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 try to give me this Frank Kaminsky slander and try to replace him with JaVale McGee. That's well, just not acceptable. Somebody's gotta play that role while he's out. No, no nobody plays that role. It is there until Frank returns. What? If your husband goes away on a business trip, are you replacing him until he returns? No. You hold that you hold that place in your heart until he returns. That's the way we're handling this. I mean, I'm sure some people would replace their husbands or wives, but you know, I'm just saying. I I don't it's think not so. Like it's but unheard fine. of. Anyway. But I digress. I'm not replacing Frank Kaminsky in my heart with anybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap things up, let me tell all the football fans watching about the latest no-brainer bet from the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So I know we all love high-scoring NFL games, but with this latest no-brainer, you'll be a winner once a single point's scored. That's right. I thought we might get the first 0-0 tie <laughs> since 1943 when you saw the conditions in Buffalo. Oh, that would have been ugh, brutal. The freaking Pats ran 31 straight times in that game. There was an opportunity that we might have, but we didn't. Who could so. have seen that goodness. coming, huh? Well, thank goodness. Well, only the stash. Here's a promo for you guys. So if you have not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, do so right now and use the promo code PHNX when you sign up because after you use that promo code and you place just a $1 bet on any team to score – you can win $100 in free bets instantly. It is that simple. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. Best of all, you can withdraw your cash whenever you want. So it's always there and available for you to utilize. And of course, um, if you are a current customer of the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can also get skin in the game with new same game parlays. There is not a worse term than skin in the game. I agree. It's I think just, it's supposed to be like a play on words, right? Or at one point, human beings were betting with actual skin. Either way, uncomfortable. <laughs> That's um, So one more time, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX to get $100 in free bets instantly after you place a $1 bet on any NFL team to score, and they do. If they score, you score with the promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Good job, Espo. You're welcome. How Holy you? hell, I'm going to cut that out and, and just put Espo's face on it so it looks like Lindsay's talking. That it was terrifying. 100% Look, should. Patrick says uh, in the chat, Frank and Espo's love will last for generations, and it's something we should all aspire to. You're damn we right really it should. will. Thank we you. really should. I, I think the next book Lindsay's going to be on the cover of is about Frank and my love. So. Mm. I don't know what my role in that is. You'd be the, or, you'd be the order. The cover, I'll do it. You'd be the one ordaining it. I'll do it. Okay, there we go. Um, Chris in the comments said, I bet Lynn's makes some yummy tamales. Real talk, I'm making tamales for the first time this Saturday. And if they are good, I'll bring some in for you guys. But I can't promise I, that they'll be great. But they should be because I'm learning from really I don't care. Legit. I don't turn down food. <laughs> well, I really hope that they turn out amazingly because that would be... 
that would just be so wonderful. I mean, right? And I'm willing to share with you guys. Like, that's a win-win all around. All right, Espo, let's wrap things up and get on out of here. It is going to be a very slow week game-wise this week. Light week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The only other game we have this week is this Friday against the Celtics. It's an 8 p.m. game, though. Yeah, that's going to be brutal, but it could be worse. It could be 8.30 like next Monday. Yes. Yes, it could. (laughs) This is all very true. But that means you're going to get more audio content and and another live show this week. Right. Not just post games. um, Just so you know our schedule, tomorrow is an audio-only podcast. Wednesday, we will be live. All podcasts are audio-only. We just we won't have the video version. Whatever, Espo. <laughs> I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> so audio only podcast tomorrow. Wednesday will be live right here on our YouTube channel at 2 p.m. Thursday, another audio only or no video podcast, whatever one you want to call it. And then Friday, we'll do our normal game day schedule, pregame show at 730, postgame show after the game ends. And um Want to wrap things up with our tweet of the night? Oh, I thought you were just going to ask me to say ahoy, ahoy. We go. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. We could do a tweet of the night. Why not? It says, uh, I can't read the name. The, but the CP in CP3 is for clutch points. And that came from Chasing Waterfalls. I thought it was funny. Sun's Twitter seemed to think it was like a ha ha good one, bro. Uh, so a, I thought that was a dad I joke. I'm, it I'm was. down for it. You had a dad joke today. You want to end this with your dad joke? Which which dad? No, I'm no, not. No. no, no, I'm not. No. Was I not supposed to put you no, on the spot? I'm not with making. I'm, I'm not making that awful elf joke. I can. No. I, I have one. Okay, go. Oh God, Shane. Why would the chicken cross the road, chat? Oh, I remember this one. Because. <laughs> can we just wrap this up now, please? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, if you have not already, please consider becoming a member at gophnx.com supporting us and getting Gerald's sweet, sweet content. Also, you get access to our members-only Discord, our members-only discounts in our locker, so you can get sweet deals on all of our merch. If you're looking for Christmas items, giving the gift of a membership to GoPHNX is a huge Christmas gift. And I'm sure all of your sports fans or your sports loving family members even if they don't enjoy. love sports just buy it it helps us you know <laughs> it's a christmas gift to us <laughs> um and then be sure to check out our merch <laughs> at phnxlocker.com because those also make really great christmas gifts or holiday gifts they make great gifts to just surprise somebody with on a daily basis just yeah just drop some scratch get a membership go give it to somebody you don't even know I mean, yeah, that works, I guess. Be like Chris land, in the chat. Land the Do plane. it. Membership rocks. All right. I'm Lindsay. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay with AZ. That's Espo. You can follow him on Twitter at Espo. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sons. Espo? Ahoy, hoy.